Welcome to Hail to the Podcast, brought to you by Maze and Blue Review, part of the Rivals Network over at michigan.rivals.com. Here to talk Michigan football, and currently on January 22nd, that means Jim Harbaugh, and almost nothing but. <laughs> um, obviously, the Harbaugh to NFL rumors, speculation, what have you, has completely taken over not just the Michigan football cycle, but other than the NFL playoffs, the NFL, you know, Harbaugh is a hot topic as well, as he has always been. But obviously, we know he's meeting with teams. We know one team in particular, a lot of people think he might be the favorite for. So we're going to break down facts, rumors, speculation, and, and what the potential impact of a Harbaugh departure or return would mean for the rest of this coaching staff. Sharon Moore, Jesse Minter, obviously, and then the underrated valuable piece of this team strength and conditioning coach Ben Herbert seen a lot of questions about him as well so we're going to go through all that and if you're joining us here live as always make sure you're jumping in the comment section any questions you have or feedback we want this to be a collaborative effort as we go through another January here for Michigan football so our guy pounding phones and text messages and filtering through bullshit his favorite thing in the world to do this time of year after extensive coverage of a football season to immediately jump into this is our intel insider and publisher mr josh hensky who i don't know if i i don't think i could call you a lifelong lions fan probably right i don't think you were rooting for him when you were living down under but very passionate mm -hmm. lions fan very happy today how are you doing josh uh yeah very very happy indeed uh <laughs> One went away from a Super Bowl, man. That's crazy. I, I, I never thought I'd see the day. No, it's unreal. Uh, and, I mean, in the context of everything we're going to be talking about with Michigan today, um, first off, props to Sheila. That family has been through some ownership woes, we'll call it. And yeah. she has done just an incredible job coming in and and listening to the fan base and, and creating a culture that emulates the city of Detroit. Uh, I can't say enough about Brad Holmes and the job he's done. And then obviously hiring Dan Campbell. And I just think fit, right. Yeah. It's a big thing. Fit from yeah. leadership, ownership, coach, right. Again, I think every NFL franchise is looking for that. And again, I think that might fit our conversation today. So Brock Heilig also joining us has to be bored out of his mind, not traveling every week. <laughs> yeah, right. it's, I'm, I'm doing good. It's been different. Uh, especially, you know, not going to games, but it's been good staying busy. Uh, I watched the Lions yesterday. I'm not, I can't say I'm a big Lions fan or anything like that, but I do know a lot of people that it means a lot too. So I'm, I'm happy for them and it's good to see the turnaround of the football team and, and the city too. It's, it's good for the city and, you know, Detroit deserves it. So I'm, I'm happy for the fans, happy for the people that it means so much too. similar to, all the Michigan fans that a national champ championship meant so much too. So I, I, everyone's talked about it on unmatched year of football, this 2023, 2024 season in the state of Michigan. That's for sure. Yeah. It's uh if you grew up in the Southeast part of this state, man, I, I saw there were clips of lions fans crying even after the first playoff game. And I know some people can't get this, but I, I haven't been a, a loyal Lions fan for a long time either. My dad grew up, or I grew up in the Army, my, or my dad was in the Army when I grew up. There we go. So we moved around a lot. Um, I never really had a dedication to any pro sport team. Michigan was always a connection because it was just something my dad grew up here, so the connection. But anyway, um, but my uncle 
right? Is somebody I know who's watched every single Lions game his entire life and been miserable every bad game he's watched, right? Like the amount of time he's put in us. And we've talked about it, even when the Lions are bad, the stands are full. I, I don't know a fan base that deserves this more. And the ratings of that game, a peak of 49 million viewers, the most watched uh, divisional game on NBC. And I can't remember how long. And that's Tampa and Detroit, man. So that fan base is fired up and maybe just maybe they wanted a distraction from <laughs> what is the noise around this Michigan football program, obviously still national champions. I don't know who I need to tell this to, but these articles about like Ohio state taking momentum or like anything of that, Michigan won the national championship. <laughs> like we're fine. We're happy. <laughs> like I don't, I do think they're lining up to be the favorites next year with some of the moves they've made, but it's just crazy to be there. Like, Oh, you're worried. Ohio state could win five more natties like Michigan won. <laughs> I just, I don't get people trying to act like that didn't happen just two weeks ago. But anyway, let's talk about it. Jim Harbaugh. Um, at this point, I, I don't know. We'll probably bounce around a little bit. I don't, I don't think I have to fill people in too much. Uh, obviously he has spoken with the chargers. He has spoken with the Falcons. I think everybody largely assumes that the Chargers is a far more realistic option um, where the Falcons seem to be narrowing in on Bill Belichick, but maybe not. Um, but for all the reasons we've talked about with the family connections to California and such, it's always kind of felt like the Chargers it was Chargers or Michigan. We don't know if that'll stay the case, but uh, as rumors have circulated, I mean, it was a few days ago, Josh, we were hearing from LA, it's a done deal etc. Right. Uh, LA's interviewed 15 candidates for head coach, nine for general manager. Uh, it looks like they're probably going to start narrowing in on GM candidates soon. Reports were four to six second interviews with that first round of 15 candidates. Harbaugh is the only one we know about for sure so far. And same thing with him potentially having another conversation with the Falcons as well. That's largely because Jim can tell these people that and they can go out and tweet that he's going to have these second interviews where the other coaches are going through the, the formal process where it gets announced. Right. So mm -hmm. anyway, as we sit here today, we know he's going to meet with the chargers again, probably very soon. Um, Adam Schefter just tonight was on TV and said there are, I can't remember his exact terminology, but they need to bridge differences. I believe is what he said. He didn't get into that too much. We can hypothesize and, and talk about what we think that obviously is, but anyway, as of today, no one knows anything, Josh. <laughs> yeah, I can't that's the end of the show, guys. Have a good one. Yeah, that's it. Right. That's all I got for you. Um, no, talk about what you think about some of the rumors and some of the things that you feel confident. And we've said along anybody that says they know what Jim Harbaugh is thinking. Yeah, like no, I, I've been following a lot of uh, LA people trying to see what the vibe is coming out of them. And I've had to laugh because one, I sent you the quote, the one guy was like, yeah, I, I can't believe how much information we're getting. We've been getting from people close to Harbaugh. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's why you're confident. That's not real. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Well, what, what we can say from a factual standpoint is that Harbaugh has not told anyone what he's doing. He hasn't told the athletic department what he's doing. He hasn't scheduled a, team meeting to tell anyone what he's doing um which also would be a pretty good sign that would say that he's gone um but none of that stuff's happened um man there's just so much stuff out there that's just crap that is not real um 
I mean, I guess, you know, we did kind of, you know, the rumor was floating out there that he had some issues with his, with his uh, chargers interview. Um, I guess not that many issues arose from it because you, if you're going for round two, uh, I mean, I mean, at least they, you know, you didn't completely blow it. Um, yeah. And then with, with Schefter saying what he did too, I mean, that, that almost kind of legitimizes it in a sense too. So, um, yeah, I mean, to anyone that was saying, oh, we expect this to be done by the end of next week, they don't know what you're, they're talking about. I mean, as as usual, there's a lot of crap out there um, on both sides, Michigan side and L.A. side. And I caution anyone to jump to conclusions until there's some legitimate buzz coming out of the athletic department that they've been informed that he's gone. And that has not happened yet. He has to inform uh, the athletic department when he interviews and he's done that with the past two jobs because that's in his contract that he yeah. has to communicate that. So, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's going to be speaking to LA this week and, you know, I've, I've said all along, you know, it's, it's fine if you want to pursue your options, but that's also assuming that you're going to get an offer. Mm -hmm. So right now it's, it's chargers are bust it, there. There's, I, I just do not see, Atlanta, unless, you know, Belichick says no, and maybe their other lower tier guys say no too, then you maybe circle back to Harbaugh. But um, at this point, the only legitimate option he has is, is LA. And even then, um, you know, just because he interviewed that just made it seem like people just automatically assumed that, you know, he's signed, sealed, delivered to LA. So, you know, another week, where we're going to probably have to sit through silence unless, you know, there's some sort of change of heart where he pulls him, pulls himself out of the race. Right. Or, you know, LA tells him, Hey, we're going to go in a different direction, but there's, there's nothing to suggest that, you know, I think there's more probably rumblings on pro Michigan side for a return um, than there is on him leaving. But again, it's that, that nothing, could tomorrow morning, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> it tomorrow it could, it, and it's not necessarily factual too. There's just a lot of people that are feeling better this week than they were last week. But I think a lot of the, you know, the stuff that you heard about LA and him being gone is just reactionary. Um, I, I don't think there's anything legitimate out there that, that even suggests that, um, you know, that Harbaugh is going to be the guy for, for them. So, um, it's just another week where Harbaugh's got this university by the balls and a vice grip. He he's got them and they, they can't get away. Uh, another week where they're, you know, no one has any idea if he's going to be back or if he's so whatever. I mean, they're recruiting with, with not knowing what, what their head coach is going to do. And, and, you know, it's, I mean, fortunately it's January and, and you can kind of recover from that, but, um, no one trips over their own, you know what, like like Michigan does. Um, it, it's just, it's just an, an innate ability to, um, just an innate ability to get this, uh, just to, just to screw themselves up. You know, it's just, man, it's crazy. I I I don't know what we're going to. Uh, I don't know what we're going to be looking like this week. I, I have no idea what, what's what the future holds, but um, 
yeah, there's just a lot of muddied water out there. And uh, we're just going to have to go through another week to let this thing, you know, sit through. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. Yeah, and listen, I, I don't have much to add on the insider front because, I again, no one knows anything. But I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Michigan's in a much better position this year than it is than it was the past two seasons when Harbaugh was doing this because Sharon Moore yes. has been through the process. He he coached the final three games and, and one of the non-conference games earlier in the year. So really he was the head coach for four games this season, including the two biggest games of the regular season, and he won them all, right? And he, he led Michigan to victory. Obviously the, the team was stacked, but Sharon played a huge part in, in doing that. And maybe the fans didn't like the play calls all the time. Maybe some of them didn't like 32 straight runs against Penn State, but he's proven, right? And I, I think that has to have Michigan in a more comfortable position this this go-round than it was in the last two years. And another thing in relation to Harbaugh and Jesse Minter, I saw some comments talking about Jesse Minter. In my opinion, they're almost like a package deal. I think it's either Harbaugh and Minter are both gone or Harbaugh and Minter are both staying. Simply because Jesse Jesse Minter is capable of being an NFL defensive coordinator. He's good enough and, and talented enough to to be that. But I, I do think Harbaugh in some respects is a little bit selfish where he he does want Minter, you know, coaching for him in the NFL if he does get a job. And and if he doesn't get a job, he wants him back with him at Michigan. So I, I do think it it's a tough situation to to try and figure out what Harbaugh is going to do, because in my opinion, I think it also relates to what Jesse Minter is going to do, whether he stays at Michigan for a third year or goes to the NFL. So, you know, like, like I said, it's a lot of moving pieces. Sharon could, could be promoted. Jesse Minter could be staying or leaving. Harbaugh could be staying or leaving. So it, there's a lot going on. Uh, and, and hopefully this all gets sorted out here in the next few weeks. If I remember right, the, the Harbaugh saga continued into, February the last two two off seasons if I if I remember correctly about that maybe I'm wrong but I, I do think both both years it went into February so yeah. we could we could be in for at least another week or two yeah I don't really remember honestly um but well yeah because one of them it was like they, everybody was making a big deal because it was on signing day I remember that, but, and it was like, well, Michigan wasn't even talking to anybody at that point or whatever. But um, yeah, I think, and that's part of it too, is like the idea that like Jim needs to make a decision and we don't know what Jim's going to do. And this has kind of been this context, the context framed around that. And to Josh's point, he doesn't know if he's getting an offer the previous couple of years, he didn't get an offer, right? It's not like, I don't know if there was an expectation among Jim or, or people around him or anybody in general that like that conversation was going to happen with the chargers. And then like, it was going to be done. Like, I think some people thought that like, it was like, Hey, here's the red carpet. We want you. Here's everything you want done deal. I was, again, I've been trying to follow charger people just so I can get another perspective. They were literally talking about like end of last week would be shocked if he's not announced on Monday. That was that was the context they were talking about. It. It's like, uh, you know, Jim, if he wants to, I think there's two ways out. I think he meets with the Chargers in the next couple days, 
And I, I think they're ha- I mean, that's going to be the end of them one way or the other, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're going to either have to concede this or that, or he's going to have to concede, or they're going to know pretty clearly, like they're just at an impasse and they're not going to agree. So if they're able to get over some hurdles, let's be clear. I think 98% of Chargers fans want Jim Harbaugh. I've never seen anything like this. Like that's just clear cut. He's the guy they want. If you're LA and you've moved into a brand new stadium that you struggle to fill with your own fans and are consistently, I mean, LA is a transplant city, right? You're consistently playing in a road game, right? You'd love to sell tickets. You'd love to sell season tickets, right? There is a business angle here where Harbaugh just makes a ton of sense. And if they don't hire him, the justification they'll have to make to go a different route. Part of that's why they've cast this wide net and interviewed as many people as they had. So you can't say, you know, oh, we just went the cheap route, which has been a typical thing with the Spanos family, right? And from Jim's perspective and potentially wanting control, the Spanos family is filtered throughout that front office with their kids, their kids, cousins, other family members, right? So that was always something I wondered, is that going to be an issue? We've talked about the GM can't just be one of Harbaugh's guys. They're $45 million over the salary cap. They need a very smart GM to come in there, right? So the money piece, I don't know. I don't know what to think about that. Spanos has been historically cheap. We've heard the comments about Harbaugh and money in the past. I I don't know if that's going to be, I mean, I don't think Jim's taking a massive discount (laughs) to leave Michigan. I don't think the Chargers are paying him 20 million either or whatever, some crazy numbers out there. But anyway, and then I kind of wanted your thoughts on this, Josh, too. Another thing with the Chargers and this control aspect, we heard late yesterday into today that Kellen Moore, who, for those who aren't familiar, former Boise State quarterback, has kind of risen up the ranks as an OC. A lot of people thought he was going to be an NFL head coaching candidate, was at the Cowboys for a little bit, ends up going to the Chargers. The Bears requested an interview with him today to be their OC, and the Chargers blocked it. Yeah. He's still under contract for lateral moves. The team is allowed to block interviews. So they've obviously respect Kellen Moore because he interviewed for the head coaching position as well. Mm-hmm. I don't think it means that they want Kellen Moore to be their head coach. It could, or they want to wait for the process to play out. I do think there's a good chance it means they want him to be their OC. Yeah. Which means in these head coach interviews, there's a chance there's a conversation of Kellen Moore is going to be your offensive coordinator. It's got the relationship with Herbert. The Chargers obviously respect him a lot. So again, back to is Harbaugh willing to make concessions to Brock's point. I think the guy he definitely wants to bring is Jesse Minter. We know Sharon Moore, if he leaves is staying and becoming the head coach at Michigan. So Maybe he's okay with that. But again, just thinking about this dynamic and what the Chargers and Harbaugh need to do to come together, that's another interesting piece potentially too. Yeah, and you haven't really heard his name being mentioned for head coach interviews elsewhere too. So um, he was a couple years ago on the fast track being head coach. But yeah, yeah, uh, maybe maybe some other cycle. But um, yeah, I think it's it's interesting. You know, I I don't think um, it's overly significant um i would say maybe it would be might be a little more significant if it was a dc that was staying and not an oc but um yeah i mean either he is perfectly fine with where he's at in la or the chargers are potentially screwing him from other opportunities when they get their guy in and and he might want to 
have his own staff and, and clean house. So um, I, I don't really know what that dynamic would look like. I mean, it's interesting um, nonetheless. I mean, it is notable, but you know, what, what do you do with, with a guy with an OC that's already established, you know, do you, do you say, okay, well, we've got an OC there. Do you want to go, do we go defensive hiring with the head coach? Um, Cause I don't know if necessarily if you, if, if the, um, the, the line being drawn in the sand is you have to keep uh, Kellen Moore, then, you know, why, why would you necessarily really want a offensive minded coach? So, uh, you know, they've happened. I mean, it's, it's happened before. I mean, this is not Does like anybody think about Harbaugh in that context anymore though. Not really. No. I mean, I saw some people talking about Dan Campbell and the effect he might be having on NFL hires and being the players coach and the culture guy. I mean, everybody knows what Harbaugh's scheme is offensively. It's it's, but I don't know. I, I don't think, I don't even know if he would be a lot. I guess that's part of the question. Is he allowed to bring, I mean, obviously they want him for the defense. People are obsessed with the Ravens right now. Yeah. Right. Big reason their coordinators mocking and Mike McDonald are getting interviews as well. But I just, I get what you're saying. Like the other candidates, Mike Vrabel's a big name out there, right? Dan Quinn, who actually worked with Kellen Moore in Dallas. Yeah. So if I know I'm going after a defensive minded coach and I want to keep Kellen Moore, that does make more sense. I agree with you. Right. But, so, but we don't even know that that's happening. Somebody brought up a right. comment too. They could fire more next week. Yeah, <laughs> true. They just want to keep them now until they know what they're doing. Yeah. Right? It doesn't right. necessarily mean he's for sure staying. They're just right. not, you know, hey. Well, it goes Jacob's back to so we're ready to get rid of him kind of thing, right? <laughs> right. It goes back to no one knows what the hell is going on. Right. So um yeah, we don't really know. We don't know. Um, you know, would 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 Harbaugh be okay with um with more in there? Yeah, who knows? We don't we don't know. So um I think this week we'll probably, I mean, maybe have a clearer idea of, of what, at least what the chargers are doing, not necessarily Jim. Um, you know, if they bring back guys that we expect them to bring back in for a second interview. Right. I think, uh, you know, we've got a pretty good idea of where, where things are trending, but um, I, I think, you know, confidence wise, I, I don't necessarily think that he's, uh, you know, a lock for the job. I mean, I, I just don't, He'd be I don't know. Right. right. If you, yeah. if you have to bring in, I don't, I, I made this point on, on Twitter earlier and I got kind of some mixed, mixed responses, but you know, if you're bringing in Jim Harbaugh, you know what Jim Harbaugh is, you know, who Jim Harbaugh is. You don't need to bring him. What more do you need to find out about him to bring him in for a second interview? I get that it's part of the NFL process, but Jim's not part of the NFL. He's a NCAA coach that's free to be poached whenever. What poss- What more could you possibly want to get out of a second interview with uh, with Jim? And maybe that's more of a you know bridging the gap that you know that that uh, Schefter mentioned that you mentioned earlier, Trevor. Maybe that's kind of sitting down and, and discussing that, you know, who knows? I, I think, you know, if there's issues there already, you know, uh, why, I don't know why the chargers are necessarily wasting their time 
if there's stuff that they feel like, well, maybe we can't get over. Um, you know, what meanwhile, you've got other guys like Vrabel who doesn't even have a job right now. Could you know they could just plug in and and be and be fine. So um, you know, at, at some point we have to think, you know, we have to consider, not think, we have to consider, you know, maybe he's just not gonna get offered ever in the NFL, you know, they'll, they'll be, they'll be guys kind of dangling that little carrot in front of him and, and, you know, dangling that, that little glimmer of hope that, Hey, maybe you can come back. But at the end of the day, and when he gets close to it, they, they yank it out of the, you know, we yank it from him at the last minute. So, you know, it's, we just, we just don't know. And it's killing, it's killing Michigan right now. And, you know, they're, they're sitting there. I mean, and, and he has every, we, we said this last week, he has every right to do this. You know, this is, you know, he, he's earned this opportunity to, um, you know, to, to pursue whatever it is he's trying to pursue. Um, but at some point this has to end like this, that you can't have a year, a yearly thing like this every year. You just, you just can't. So at some point, you know, there has to be a decision made, a, a hard stop made that, you know, this, this NFL thing is just not going to happen because at what point, I mean, Jim Harbaugh is not getting any younger, you know, right. and, and the NFL isn't getting any older either. I mean, they're getting younger too, in terms of their, their coaching hires. So when you're, you know, going in two different directions, what's that middle ground look like? And that middle ground, probably his best case scenario and probably the best case scenario for Michigan is for him to stay at Michigan. So, I mean, again, this all could be, these points could all be thrown out the window tomorrow. Like last week when we got off the the podcast, there was stuff coming out about the Falcons or whatever. I mean, <laughs> it's just, you know, at some point when you say this is a one-time thing, it's gotta be it. Like it can't be a three-time thing, a four-time thing, a five-time thing. It's just you can't keep doing this. You, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, you got livelihoods to think about on your staff. I mean, you got players that missed a a portal window that have no idea if you're coming back or not. And then you know, obviously, you get hurt with the with negative recruiting and your own portal exploits. Yeah, you know, in in April, that's when the big window opens back up again, and there should be. I'm hoping there should be some sort of clarity by then. But um, there's there's a lot of things that are working against Michigan right now in terms of um, you know just recruiting and and all that kind of stuff. But um, there's got to be some clarity here soon, and. You gotta have a a hard stop. I mean, you can't keep doing this every year, and you know something's got to give at some point. And you know, three years in a row of whatever this is in regards to the NFL, you know, is that enough? I I don't know. Um, again, he deserves to do this. He can do this, but you know, you got to think about the Michigan as a program here moving forward because they're in a you know, they're in a rock and a hard place right now. They can't literally do anything until they know, until they get a hard answer from, from Jim Harbaugh. They're, they're just assuming that he's the head coach and assuming that he's coming back and, you know, they can't act any other way. So it's, it's a tough, it's a tough situation. It's, it's extremely tough. 
And, and let's just imagine here for a second that that Harbaugh does return to Michigan and he's back, you know, they complete the, the 2024 season. Does anyone really believe, unless unless there's a, a very strict no NFL clause in the contract, does anyone really believe that this isn't going to happen again next year? Right. Because I don't. Yeah, like, it's it's happened the last three off seasons, and unless it's, unless it's written very clearly in, in the, the signed contract by Harbaugh, I see this going on again next year because yeah. everyone's mentioned it. He wants to win a Super Bowl. I almost wonder he was at he was at the Ravens game this past weekend against the Texans. I almost wonder if the Ravens make it to the Super Bowl and and Harbaugh's there with John if if the glitz and glamour and, and the bright lights of the Super Bowl almost entice him even more to want to take an NFL job because you know he, he's there at the Super Bowl watching and, and and you know he's wanting to scratch that itch but like you mentioned, Trevor, it's really not not his decision at the moment, at least, um, until an NFL team offers him. So, but I I just don't see I don't see this stopping unless it's it's clearly written out in the contract. Well, he's got some questions to answer when he comes back. I mean, if if he comes back, he's got some questions to to answer. You know, this again, the third time, the third year. You said this is going to be a one-time thing. Now it's year three. What is change? What's changing? Why is this? What? It, why? Why is this happening? You know. It, it, you know. Is this going to keep happening? And and I'm not saying, you know, he deserves to give answers to us or you know the 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 fan the fan on Twitter. I'm talking a his staff, and I'm sure he's communicated this somewhat. A his staff, b the players, and c parents and d you know parents and recruits transfer portal they're gonna have all these questions and he's better have answers for them or you know you're gonna get some successful negative recruiting because at this point it's almost an expectation every year that this is gonna happen well to jim's credit one thing i think that i've noticed talking to players, recruits, recruits, parents, players, parents, et cetera, people around the staff, they all are incredibly supportive of Harbaugh. And he's earned that by being candid with them, right? We, we've just throughout the processes in the last few years, you know, we know when he said, hey, if, if this right offer comes up, we know when he said, no, I'm staying, like whatever. Like we, we know when those conversations have happened. Against Jim's credit, though, it's three years. <laughs> right. And, and eventually there has to be, and I don't know if it's going to come from Michigan, probably not. Right. Like we know there's tension there. Rumors of what is a whole nother story. Right. But that exists. I don't know if it has to be someone in his family or, or what, but all the rumors about the bears and the Colts. Cause he played there, which that's one thing too. I'm so sick of with this cycle just because Harbaugh and somebody else happened to be on the same team for a year, 24 years ago <laughs> does not mean like, Oh, this is some incredible. Like it's crazy to me that links people. Well, he's got a connection to Harbaugh. You know why people have a connection to Harbaugh? He has the biggest, we've talked about this. He has the biggest Rolodex in the history of football. <laughs> Man would play. He, in, he played for the Chargers for two seasons, right? But he was in the he NFL for seasons. 15 years. Oh, yeah. you know how many coaches he's played with? How many future coaches were 
under him, worked with him, whatever. Like, of course he's got connections to all these people. Between his dad, him, his brother, he's been in football his entire life. Yeah. So like, well, there's a connection to Harbaugh. They both eat ice cream at the same stand. With like, oh my God. <laughs> anyway, I sorry, that rant, I forgot where I was going. Uh, okay. The reason I think this is different and it's got to kind of come to an end at some point. We've had the Chargers circled since 2020. Yeah. The charges have always been the job, right? Because of the California connection in that area. Jim obviously knows that area really well. That's where Sarah's from. That's where Sarah's family is. And I do think family is a massive piece of this. Okay. The, his parents living next door, you know, John U. Bacon has quoted it far better than me, but the worn down path of grandkids going back and forth. Right. Mm-hmm. Jay has two young kids of his own. Right. To, to Josh's credit, a lot of people with families, especially Jim's family and his outer family, are waiting on him. Right. And, you know, he's not like John Harbaugh. John has one daughter who's, I believe, finishing her last year of school, college. Right. Jim has young kids who are still in school. He has one kid. I don't know if she finished at Michigan. I know Junior did, but like, He's got a lot of kids and there's a, there's a lot of dynamic here. I've argued if it was a football decision, I think the Falcons are the better job. People look at the, the chargers. Cause Oh, Justin Herbert. Okay. <laughs> One, he hasn't been phenomenal. Is he better than Phillip rivers was all those years, right? They're 45 million over the cap. So, Hey, Bosa, Khalil Mack, right? You guys look great. Well, are they all going to be there next year? Right. You're going to be in the same division, is Patrick Mahomes the same conference as Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, right? Like, I don't know, but we know the connection with the Chargers. My point is every time, oh, he really would like to reunite with the Bears. The Bears have had three head coaching openings since Jim Harbaugh has been here. Oh, what about the Colts? The Colts, three. Oh, the Raiders. He really wants to go back. Four head coaching openings. (laughs) Yeah. Right? So the Dolphins, like, well, Stephen Ross, Michigan guy. Stephen Ross is fighting to keep Jim here. Okay, so all these openings you keep trying to convince me would want Jim and Jim would want have it come to fruition. Right. You just want a natty. You're on the best three year streak in Michigan football history, arguably. Harbaugh is at the peak right now. The Chargers are the job that make the most sense in terms of what he would sacrifice at Michigan to move to the NFL. If that job doesn't happen. The conversation's got to be had in my mind. The door is closed. You it's know, hard and, to argue against that. I mean, because what, what job will there be? Right. Now, right. maybe he's more willing to make concessions this time around. That's what well, the happen. Bears might be open next year. <laughs> right. And But again, like, well, but he played there for a few years. Yes, he did. And I don't know if people know, did not end well, his relationship with the Bears. Like, it's just funny to me. But anyway, in that context of like door open door close, like I want to move on to the what's next really soon. Cause I'm seeing a lot of people talking about the staff and I think you guys are freaking out that we, we need to clarify some things there, but I believe to, to Brock's point, I think this, I thought the door was closed in 21 personally when what happened in Minnesota, right? Like, Let's be clear about the 49ers and that ending ugly and the country club of NFL owners, New York's talking bad about Harbaugh to everyone. And let's also be clear, the 49ers 
have continued to be very, very successful without him. That's not a great thing for him in this whole selling argument, being out of the league for nine years, the recent run of older coaches coming in and getting these huge contracts, haven't been successful. Like all these things are working against Jim. So anyway, if he doesn't get what he wants this cycle and he comes back to Michigan, Josh, I'm with you. He has some questions to answer. How can he possibly answer them? I think he, we've talked about him not being able to lie. The the comment about this being the last year, I know he would argue some things on Michigan side have been different. We keep hearing about feeling the love and as long as they want me, right? Will mm-hmm. anybody believe him if he says he's done again? If he comes yeah, back? That's, that's the thing. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. No. It, it's, it's happened too many times, right? It's year one. The, the first year this even happened, he said, it's not going to happen again. And here we are two times later. Same yeah. thing. So I, I personally wouldn't believe it. But Well, I think the problem is, again, when we hear reports, somebody wants that to be reported, right? And then we can debate who benefits from this rumor or this leak or whatever. Um, But I just wonder, as long as there's a benefit to teams talking to him, like that, you know, I don't see that stopping necessarily either. So it's interesting. And to be clear on this too, I am not hating on him. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think any of us are. We, we've, we've been pretty clear that uh, I think he has earned this. He deserves it. I get that he has the itch. If he were to go, I'd be fine with it. I'd fully support it. He, he's brought Michigan to a level. I don't think many people – like, yeah, winning a natty was always a dream, but did people really think Michigan was going to win a national championship post-2021 and the Georgia blowout, right? Like, he, he brought him to the peak, right? So I – I, would, I don't even care if it's hating. I don't care. Yeah. I'm being, I'm being realistic. I mean, if you're if you're thinking about, I mean, you, you can't walk around with your maize and blue tinted glasses on. I mean, yeah, it's great that you won a national championship, but would you like another one? Right. Would you like a third or a fourth or a fifth? Then, yeah, your best chance is keeping Harbaugh around. And he's dicking you around. He's dicking Michigan around. Let's be honest. It is, let's call it what it is. He's dicking Michigan around. And yes, he can do that. Yes, Michigan won a national championship. Yes, you can say that he's, he is, um, you know, he's allowed to do this and, and he's earned this opportunity. Yes, but at the same time, you can say that he's leading Michigan on this wild goose chase that may or may not ever happen. So, I, I just I don't care what you call it, hating, whatever. It, it's being realistic that, yeah, he's got to shit or get off the pot at some point here. I mean, yes, he's allowed to look, but he can't look forever. You know, he can't keep Michigan in this limbo forever. So there's got to be some finality to this in whatever direction. It's just it's I mean, just take you got to take the take the glasses off here a little bit and kind of look, look inwardly here. I mean, you can't, I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you gotta, I mean, Michigan, like as, as your fan here says, it's a side piece. You're, you're a side piece right now. You're, you're, you can't be a side piece. You just won. You just won a national title. 
you're on the top of the of the college football world. You've got everything you want right where you are. I mean, and now they're a side piece. This is what this has turned into. Michigan is a side piece. So I, I, I mean, whatever you can say it, whatever you want, you can call me whatever you want. I don't care. But at some point, you got to call a spade a spade. And Jim Harbaugh is not bulletproof. Yes, Ward Manuel isn't bulletproof either. Both of those guys deserve as much or equal blame for, for where we are today. It's just, it is what it is. Jim Harbaugh is not this infallible guy that, that is just immune from, from criticism. It, it, I, it's great that he's brought this program back to where it is, but you can criticize him for doing what he's doing right now and at least keeping Michigan in the dark. I mean, they're not even hosting. It's like they're not they're they're going out recruiting, but like yeah, staffs on the road. But they're not. I got asked today. Oh, when's junior, junior day? When's yeah, junior day coming up before the uh, before the dead period? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no idea. That's Brock, that's bad. That's yeah. bad. So that's an interesting dynamic, Brock. That I, I've talked about with some other people. And we kind of hinted at earlier. Let's say he's got this conversation with the Chargers. And it's not done or whatever situation. Like, does he have to pull himself out of this? Like, as soon as it's like, hey, I'm definitely not getting it. Does he have to pull himself out of these searches? I mean, because honestly, with the Vikings thing, he literally like goes in the hallway, calls Ward at this point, right? <laughs> like this thing is blown up. Hey, I'm staying, whatever. But from a narrative standpoint, and you can say narratives don't matter, but as Joss alluded to, when it comes to recruiting, negative recruiting, whatever they do, if he goes through this cycle and it's clear that the Chargers and Falcons didn't pick him, right? Even I think even if he pulls himself out in the next couple of days and says, yeah, you know, it's been made clear to me, Michigan's where I want to be. People are going, okay, <laughs> right? So other than him getting a job and leaving, on the flip side of that, him not, I don't know what he can do <laughs> to like, I mean, people will be happy he's back. Don't get me wrong. We'll, we'll get over it in a couple of weeks probably, but just in terms of the, like maybe looking more towards the future, like you didn't get the gig, bud. like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I just, I wonder, I wonder what's in that process. Cause otherwise, like Josh said, this goes into February, probably if we're letting the chargers play this process out potentially. A absolutely. And going back to what Josh was just talking about, it's not, it, it, to, to say that things need to move quicker isn't hating on Harbaugh. It's realizing that there are high school players, players that are on Michigan, staff members who are, are needing to make big life decisions here. There are high school kids who need to figure out where they're going to go to college. There are, there are players on the team that need to figure out what their plan is, depending on who the head coach is. And there are staff members that need to figure out their lives too. And a lot of it revolves around this one decision. It's, it's not hating. It's just pointing out the fact that things have to have to move faster. And Harbaugh is kind, kind of holding everyone hostage right now. No one can make a decision until Harbaugh does. No, no high school recruit is going to commit to Michigan not knowing who the head coach is going to be, right? There are, there are probably, I hate to say it, but there are probably players on the team that will hit the portal if Harbaugh is not there. They love him that much. And there are staff members that have other things going on too 
where they need to make decisions based on what Harbaugh is doing. We talked about it with Sharon and with Minter. Things have to move more quickly, right? And it, I don't think it's hating. It's just it's pointing out the obvious. So, well, let let's get to that point because I do think there's an important element here. Um, I think some mood has changed in regards to Jim potentially leaving for two reasons. One, they did win the national championship. There's a sense of like, hey, you accomplished it. Okay. And two, like you said, Brock and Josh, we've talked about, you know you have Sharon Moore. And I think if there was any doubt about handing the reins to, to Sharon Moore if Jim Harbaugh was to leave, what's happened at these other programs that have made coaching changes, right? You talk about the exodus to the portal. I think keeping more is easily your best chance of, of keeping the team together. Moore has been head coach one B for quite a while, right? There, there's a big reason Jim loves Moore so much when Jim goes to California and vacation and isn't around in the off season, Moore is here. I always point out that famous four for four photo with Jaden Davis, Blake Frazier, pre-scoring Jordan Marshall, right? Sharon Moore is dead center in that photo. Mike Hart's in it, some other coordinators, but Sharon Moore is dead center. And Sharon Moore has been out recruiting in the last couple of weeks. He went to a wrestling match at the University of Michigan last night, right? Grant Newsom's been on the trail. Clank's been on the trail. Jay Harbaugh was at IMG offering a 2025 recruit, right? Again, to Josh's credit, that's not junior days. That's not people coming in, right? But like the, the staff is still working and I think more makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. So what what is Michigan doing? Make people feel a little better here <laughs> when it comes to Moore and Minter. Now, Minter, Minter is going to have any NFL option he wants, whether Jim comes back or not. Right, following Jim somewhere makes a lot of sense. Right, Mike McDonald in Baltimore, head coaching candidate. If he goes somewhere, replacing him in Baltimore makes a lot of sense. The Lions, the Bengals, the Cowboys. The Eagles are already open. He interviewed with the Eagles last year, but all those teams I just mentioned could potentially lose their defensive coordinator. And if Jesse Minter isn't the first or second call for nearly every one of those gigs, I'd be surprised. That being said, Michigan is willing and already talking about making him the highest paid DC. Moore has basically two contracts in front of him at this point, right? Yep. 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 So um, I guess I'll just start with, with more. Um, so it's going to be more Sheryl Moore is going to be the head coach of Michigan. If, if, if Jim leaves um, it's pretty, it's cut and dry. Uh, that's, that's already been decided. That's already been negotiated. Um, yes. He has two contracts in front of him right now. One for an offensive coordinator contract, the other for a head coach contract, both significant pay raises, significant pay raises. I mean, obviously the head coach, is going to be significant, but what he's get, what would he be getting now as an offensive coordinator? Significant. Now it's just waiting on figuring out what Jim Harbaugh is going to do. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see if, if he stays, then he gets his offensive coordinator contract with a nice little, uh, nice little pay raise and, uh, ready to sign. If he goes, I don't see Michigan wasting any time. Uh, naming him uh, you, and I, you and I have joked it'd be the same day yeah I, <laughs> I would not be surprised I would not be surprised if that's if that's what happens like within hours of it being official um he ends up being named head coach so 
that's done. So as, as far as what he does for offensive and, and defensive coordinators, yes, he'd hire an offensive coordinator. He's not going to be doing this wearing multiple hats thing. He's going to be making sure the program is taken care of. So I expect a national search for an offensive coordinator. One name that's been brought up to me that isn't necessarily going to be a guy is Joe Moorhead is a name that's been brought up to me. So um, again, that's not a done deal or anything that's going to not for sure happen, but it's a guy that's intriguing enough for them to look into uh, defensive coordinator. That's kind of where we're at with, with Jesse Minter. You know, if, if Jim Harbaugh goes, it's widely agreed upon amongst Michigan circles that Minter would follow him to LA. And um, it's, you know, it's still very likely that he could leave. A lot of people are very pessimistic that, that Minter stays. Um and it's just from the fact that he wants to try the NFL or there's the NFL pull. I know the Jaguars were in on him hard, obviously didn't hire him. Um, Baltimore is the obvious conclusion because, um, you know, if, if Mike McDonald gets the Baltimore job, I, I just would not be a shock at all if, if John Harbaugh called. So, again, it comes down to what happens next, you know, what Jim Harbaugh does. Um, Minter has a contract extension on his desk waiting for him to sign once Harbaugh figures out what he's doing, if he signs it. Again, like like uh, Sharon, significant pay raise. Like one of the top, if not the top coordinators in college football kind of pay raise. It's there. It's done. It's been done. This been this has been worked on for weeks. This isn't a oh crap. We better we better move because you know right. Harbaugh. This has been in the this has been in the works for weeks. So for everyone in the comments that are saying oh Ward's got to pay the staff, Ward's got to pay the staff. They've been working on this for the majority of their staff. They've been working on this for weeks. So I think. You know, we'll kind of see what happens. I would be pleasantly surprised if Minter's back with the team next year. Um, you know, his his flirtation with the Eagles last year kind of makes me prove makes well, makes shows to me that he has some level of interest with the right, you know, situation comes up in the NFL um and he gets he gets offered. I, again, I'm not I'm not thinking that he's gonna jump at the first team that that offers him. Um so We'll we'll see. I mean, I I I think I don't know. I think he won't be with the program, you know, in in the future. But I don't know that, so I would be pleasantly surprised if he's back. But again, Sharon, Jesse, contracts on their desks, waiting to sign, significant pay raises, they'll be taken care of. So that's kind of the big thing that now you know, which goes back to. You know, when is Jim Harbaugh going to make a decision? Well, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting on it. You know, we're, we're waiting on it to see what happens. Because again, if Harbaugh leaves, you know, I, I would almost not necessarily guarantee, but I'd feel pretty good about saying that he'd follow Jesse to LA. So it's just all wait and see right now. And, and again, yeah, Jim Harbaugh is not the only one that's agonizing over over a decision here. I mean, it's got a ripple effect, you know. It, 
Narone's sitting there thinking, well, am I going to be the head coach tomorrow or am I going to be the offensive coordinator tomorrow? He, he doesn't know. I mean, yeah, he has some sort of idea because he's going to be talking to Harbaugh personally, right. but that's publicly, that's what it is. Like he's got two contracts to sign and the golf between the, the money between the head coach and the OC money is significant. And, and the at least double probably, right? The responsibilities yeah. are significant. So you're sitting there thinking, you know, what, what are you going to, what are you going to be? You know? So um, I, the, the good news is that, yeah, that Michigan has been prepared for this either way they're going to be prepared for, for this decision. So um, yeah, I don't, do you even want me to bring up Ben Herbert now? Or you want me to wait? I was well, well, Brock, go ahead if you have anything. And then, yeah, we'll circle back. Cause I think Herbert's a big deal too, but. Yeah, I, I don't have much more to add. Like Josh said, there's a there's a ripple effect, right? It's gonna this this one person's decision is going to affect a lot of people, basically everyone in the program, right? So it's yeah, it's a big deal. And I wouldn't I in my opinion, I see <laughs> hold on a second. Mark, please Google the new athletic director at Ohio State. The new OSUD oh, seems like kind of leadership. Yeah, Google him, buddy. That is one of the most horrific hires that I've seen. He was at Ole Miss and hired Hugh Freeze and oversaw that entire disaster and then went to Texas A&M. And I don't know if you've seen how things have gone at Texas A&M, but aside from their NIL monstrosity roster exodus, he just cost the university $75 million with one of the worst contracts in college football history with Jimbo yeah. Fisher. So yeah, I am not worried about that athletic director hire. I'll say that. Anyway, go ahead, Brock. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. No, that's all right. <laughs> I was just going to say, if I had to make a prediction today, I would predict Jim Harbaugh and Jesse Minter to be gone, but Sharon Moore to be the head coach, which would then you know, result in offensive coordinator and, and defensive coordinator searches, which would be a pretty big deal. And so I, I think that situation right there just, just goes to show how much the Harbaugh decision affects everything. You got Minter going across the country to join him. You got Sharon Moore getting promoted. And like you said, Trevor, probably a, a doubling of his salary. And then you got two open positions to fill in the Michigan coaching staff. So it's a lot, but, but yeah, I think Josh said most, most of everything there. Well, and the, and the staff is interesting um, because Ben Herbert's obviously the name we're going to get to next, but other than Minter and then I guess Jay for obvious reasons, I don't know that anybody else would leave from the staff, honestly. Rumors initially that Mike Hart in Buffalo, there might be some interest there. I haven't seen anything else pick up steam. You know, Hart had a lot of ambitions, we'll say, to, to move beyond the role he's in here at Michigan, and, and things seem to change after the, the scare in Indiana, and he, he seemed a little bit more steadfasting here. I don't know if, I don't think he'd be made OC, but I would imagine maybe some title and pay would be increased for him if more stays, but clink scale, whether he, him and Elston are looking at co DC roles potentially or some type of increase, but Elston's not going anywhere. He didn't want to leave Notre Dame. The only place he really considered home other than Notre Dame was here. And, you know, I don't see him going anywhere. You've got a linebacker coach opening anyway. Um, and then Bellamy and you know, Newsom. I, I I think Moore has a good chance 
to keep a lot of this staff in place. Now, that being said, Ben Herbert, we've brought him up multiple times. The, the secret weapon, the whatever you want to call him. I think it's incredible that coaches, players, recruits, everybody brings up Ben Herbert. And low recruits top, Gatlin Bear has brought up Ben Herbert significantly, right? Like, he's a big deal about this Michigan program success. So, Josh, I think people assume he would go to the NFL with Jim because it would be important to him. But the the strength coach thing in the NFL is kind of an interesting dynamic because you don't really have a platform in the NFL. All of these guys are grown men that have personal trainers. Like, we've kind of talked about that already where it's not necessarily a promotion for Herbert. He wouldn't get a ton more money arguably unless Harbaugh like demanded it to have him there. Mm -hmm. But do you have any vibe on Herbert staying or going if Harbaugh Harbaugh leaves? Yeah. uh, I think at this point I can speak pretty confidently that, that Ben Herbert's going to stay at Michigan regardless of no matter what happens. I think um, Michigan taking care of him from a salary standpoint. I mean, you're talking North of, $1 $1 million that he's getting paid annually for a strength coach is, is ridiculous. And um, yeah, NFL player, NFL strength and conditioning coaches aren't as valued as they are in the collegiate ranks because I mean, let's, 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 let's look at it realistically. NFL programs or excuse me, NFL franchises are taking over grown men and they're kind of just keeping them in grown men shape. But from a, you know, from a standpoint from, of collegiate, collegiately, these guys see the players almost, no, they do. They see the players more than they see the actual coaches. Yeah. You know, you've got all of winter, all of summer with the strength and conditioning staff. And outside of spring ball and, and fall camp, the coaches can't, inter- I mean, they can interact with them, obviously, but they can't coach them. So you've got Ben Herbert and his staff going, you know, just leading these guys, you know, molding these guys, young, as exactly as Kevin mentioned. It's a great comment. Yeah. Young men. Yes. They're, 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 he's making boys into men. And that is what completely separates. Boys to men song popped in my head. (laughs) And that completely separates himself from the collegiate to the NFL ranks. And that's why the NFL wouldn't, um, appreciate what Ben Herbert does. So, um, and he's worth every single penny uh, that Michigan is paying him. And the fact that he is prioritized by Harbaugh means that he got taken care of financially that he can't really be poached. You know, I mean, he would have to take a a lesser pay to, to be poached. And he's not going to do that. He's going to, he's got a home here. So, um, you know, to John here, he doesn't need a raise. He's gotten a raise. He's, yeah, he's he's already, as far as I know, over a million highest paid coat. Like he's north north of one point five. He's getting paid. That's so he's fine, <laughs> <laughs> guys. He's he's fine. And and L.A. I don't care who you are. L.A. Uh, Atlanta. They're not matching that. They're not going to bring him in there. Um, so a, a lot of people I speak with feel pretty good about uh where ben herbert will be uh in in the future and that's and that's ann arbor so um yeah there's gonna be a couple of moves to make i mean obviously the big one you know is what happens at dc if if michigan if if minter moves on um so 
do they hire within? Yeah, I know. I I am hearing that they expect um, uh, Clink, Steve Clink scale to get a look at the DC position. I mean, this technically is a continuation of the scheme. He's been co-defensive coordinator for two years now. Um, you know, obviously been familiar with the with the uh, with the scheme. So, I, I think the big thing is is that do you continue on with that Baltimore branch? You know, I, I think so. I think they should continue it, but um, we'll see. You know, we'll we'll see. But I think keeping Ben Herbert around is, excuse me, is huge for for Sharon Moore. So, um, yeah. Again, we just kind of have to wait and see what happens. I mean, it's like we're just everything we're saying is with a caveat of. Well, depending on what Jim Harbaugh happens, it's all speculation. No one knows what's going to happen. Everyone's speculating. Everyone's guessing. So either someone's really good at guessing or going to be really wrong. So um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's all just, you know, wait and see. And, and for Ben Herbert too, you know, you guys talked about the, the, they're not being a huge pay raise, if at all, right, between where he's at at Michigan and a potential NFL job. It's got to be more rewarding for him, too, I feel like, being at Michigan and developing these these boys into men rather than going into work every day at the NFL and, oh, you know, insert player here is, you know, you know we're just keeping him, keeping him fresh, keeping him at the same same weight, same everything. Not He's not – really developing, I'd argue, not developing guys in the NFL as much as he is at Michigan. And I, I just feel like it's got to be more rewarding being at Michigan, developing guys. You look at Chris Jenkins, a guy who came in at 230 pounds. I believe he was listed <laughs> on the, the rivals recruiting back in 2020. Yeah. Remember and, talking about him as a tweener? That was the, that phrase was attached yeah. to him. He was a tweener. Those were the days. Yep. 315 beats. <laughs> and, and now all of a sudden here he is 300 plus and he's looking at, at potentially being a second round pick in the NFL draft, right? I've seen him mocked in the top 50. Maybe some, some even have him in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. So a guy like Chris Jenkins, you know, Rod Moore has added 20 or 25 pounds. Derek, no, I don't. I, I, I don't no! Know. Uh, you don't know who boys to men are? I've heard of him, but uh, okay. I don't know much more than that. Anyway, you know, Rod Moore's added 20 or 25 pounds. There are countless guys up and down the Michigan roster that have that have just reaped the benefits of Ben Herbert and his work. In my opinion, it's, it's got to be way more rewarding for, for Ben Herbert developing those guys into, into draft picks and, and men rather than NFL guys just coming in, doing the same thing over and over again, just keeping them at the same, same weight, same workout routine, whatever it may be. And, 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 you know, I'm, I'm no expert in the NFL and, and their strength and conditioning programs, but I do feel like Michigan is the right job for Ben Herbert. And, and all the guys have talked about, you know, the, I, I brought up Chris Jenkins and Rod Moore. And there are plenty of other guys that have just oh. totally transformed their bodies. <laughs> yeah. You know, at, at, um, I'm drawing a blank uh, on some of the other ones, but there are edge rushers that have totally just transformed, right? Um, help me out here. Who who are some other guys 
that I mean, even just the incoming freshman, right? Yeah. But between him and, and Abigail who handles their um their diet plans and such, yeah. Um, I think the most obvious one to me right now is Kenneth Grant went from a guy that a lot of schools stayed away from, right? They thought he was too big and and potentially slow and wasn't going to be able to condition to the level needed. Right. And then even as a freshman, when he came in, he lost a little bit of weight, but we saw some of those conditioning issues. Right. And then loses a little bit more this year, but it was mostly muscle conversion. Dude looks like a monster, incredibly athletic, doesn't have to come off the field because he's absolutely gassed. We talked about that with Mozzie leaving and him being the natural nose, like, Oh, what's the rotation going to be though? Right. And do they want to let him get stuck on the field? I mean, three weeks later, we never talked about it again. Right. So Kenneth Grant's a guy that, that sticks out to me, obviously. And then, yeah, somebody brought up Josiah Stewart. What's happened with him coming along. Yep. Um, I don't know. I, it, I, everyone dude, <laughs> like club yeah. Owings, the guy that looks like an absolute monster compared to what he got, you know, but um, yeah, I, I think he would stay too, just because I think he has family reasons to stay. I think it, it just, I don't know that the NFL is such an obvious deal. Maybe another school could poach him, but I don't, I don't think so either. Again, that's a big part about keeping more in the, in the continuity with the staff, if you will, you know, however you want to look at it. I know some people have said you want to see them do a national search. Um, I think one timing takes that out of it because if you would have asked me before the season ended who the top two external candidates would be, I would have said Galen DeBoer and Jed Fish. Yep. <laughs> right. So, like, I don't know. Um, unless you want to believe for one second that Michigan is going to target Brian Kelly. <laughs> Absolutely not. And 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 what do you get from that? I, I think that's the thing at the end of the deal is after after what Moore has done. What, what do you get from hiring an external person in that situation? Right. It And there's plenty of, it's all a crapshoot. Do I know Sharon Moore is going to be an excellent head coach and keep this train rolling? I don't know that you don't either. Right. And do I know a big name hire coming in is going to be the guy? No, don't know that either. Yeah. The exodus that could come with the national hire, but the name I always point out is Lincoln Riley because at Oklahoma, Mm -hmm. they chased away Bob Stoops, legendary coach Bob Stoops, because they were scared to death to lose this OC Lincoln Riley. They make him head coach five seasons, finishes in the top five every year, gets to playoffs, wins conference championships. Can't get over the hump. There's some defensive issues, but he's a success. Nobody argues Lincoln Riley wasn't an excessive, a success at Oklahoma. So much so that USC rolls out the red carpet and makes this big name hire to go get Lincoln Riley who just lost five games with a Heisman winner at quarterback. Mm -hmm. Right. So you don't know, like we lived through rich rod. We lived through Brady Hoke, right? Brian Kelly leaves Notre Dame, goes to LSU. Like we've seen the big name hires work. We've seen them fail. We've seen coordinators like, I don't know, Kirby smart going home to Georgia and it works, right? Like it, it's a crap shoot. You talk to these guys, you have evidence, you try to make the best guess on what you think will work and what won't. And in the case of more, He's been in your building for six years, right? He's, he's met every single challenge he's faced. You know, the players love him. I don't think it's the same thing as Freeman at Notre Dame. That was like the players were 
demanding it and he hadn't been there that long and that kind of had a, a weird vibe things have kind of settled in he's obviously recruiting well i don't think this is that this isn't a situation where the players are dictating what michigan does i do think michigan feels very strongly and confident in more because of his relationship with players but i don't i don't think that's the same dynamic um but again i don't want anybody on the flip side of this down the road if harbaugh leaves whatever happens with more don't start pulling receipts like you knew or didn't know vice versa this candidate don't you don't know yeah jim harbaugh was the rock star savior and it took him nine years to get here a lot a lot of you wanted him gone in 2020 let's be honest that's that's the thing that's the thing too like yeah we don't know what sharon moore is going to do however putting Sharon Moore in that position puts him in the best case scenario to be successful because yeah, yeah you're going to keep the culture. You're not going to likely have these max mass exodus of players and, and probably not a whole lot of staff turnover, at least initially. So I think best case scenario in, in at least for the, the, it, for his trajectory is to keep, you know, Michigan on this path. So I think putting more in that scenario, we don't know if he's going to be good or if he's going to be bad, but we can I think that argument that recruiting might improve under him. And yeah. I have reasons to believe that. I don't know yeah. that, but I could make the argument. Yeah. Right? It's very, it's very possible. There's, there are some things that could improve under Sharon Moore that, you know, not necessarily saying underperforming with, with Jim Harbaugh, but there's things that could improve. And I think putting him in this position to be a head coach right now, um, you know, sets him up for success and whether he has success, we'll see. I mean, and obviously Jim Harbaugh can very well come back too, but um, yeah, I I think going internally and, and bringing up Sharon Moore, especially after the year he had this year uh, as, as the fill-in coach, um, I think really made a lot of people comfortable with that decision. And um, really a no-brainer if it comes to that. So, um, you know, what I, what happens next after that is really a, um, you know, really a, a crapshoot at this point. But, you know, we'll see. I mean, we'll, we're, we're setting him up, um, you know, we're, we're putting him on this, uh, on this pedestal saying, hey, you've got, you're taking over a national championship winning program. That's up to him to whether he is successful or not. But um, I know a lot of people are mentioning third base here in the, in the comments. Um, how long was, was Ryan day with, with urban Meyer before he got two years? Yeah. Uh, he, was an, he was an interim coach at the start of the year, obviously. Yeah. Jerome Moore was, has been around Harbaugh since 2019, 2018. Yeah. So it's been a it's been a while. It's it's not like he's just come in and they're giving him the keys. He was as account twenty two mentioned here. 18. He twenty eighteen even better. You know, as account twenty two mentions here, Moore was a big part of bringing that culture. Nailed it a hundred percent. That's what I was gonna say. Yep, hundred percent correct. So yes, I, I yeah you know could you could this be a third base type of thing down the line maybe, but you know he's been here for a while he's built the helped build the culture so it's not like they're just handing the keys to a to a a beautiful car and say hey go have at it you know he's been around for a while and you know we'll see if if that if he's good 
or he's bad. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we, we don't really know. Anything, Brock? No, I don't think so. I, <laughs> I think you guys hit on it. I, I think my last point is what just just got to, which is when we talk about the culture of the culture of Michigan, so much of it is what happened in 2021 and this staff that was brought in here, right? Mm -hmm. It was the change to Ben Herbert. It was Sharon Moore, first tight ends, then offensive line, then as an OC role, then again, in a lot of ways as the head coach number two, right? I don't know. I don't know if people realize how much responsibility Moore has already been given behind the scenes. Right. So as much as obviously Jim Harbaugh deserves a ton of credit, as the head coach. And, and I think that maybe the hardest part of the job that he's really good at is the balance of all the dynamics around Michigan when it comes to administration boosters, old, young, right? Like there's, I don't think it's a secret. There's a lot of different factions <laughs> when it comes to everything that surrounds Michigan. And he was kind of unique in bringing together bow people, car people, maybe some newer people boost or, you know what I mean? Like maybe Josh, I don't know if you can explain this better than I am, but like Harbaugh's unique to Michigan in that way. And that's why I always said like, if he retired and went into some like ambassador role, that would be amazing. But I think that would be the part for more is like those kind of relationships outside the CEO role. I saw somebody mention, um, I would love a hire like Joe Moorhead at OC, somebody experienced that's been around for a while. Um, I almost don't want to make this comparison because of where basketball is now, but I liked the Phil Martelli hire for a lot of reasons with Gerard being a new coach. But anyway, but yeah, so th there's a chance that people stay. I think there's, I mean, if I had to bet today, which is stupid because again, things could change, but I, I've said the same thing all along. I don't think Harbaugh will get offered everything he needs or wants to leave. And I don't think he's going to make all the concessions necessary. So I do right now still think Harbaugh will be back. I think so too. I do think this Chargers thing is by far the closest he's got to actually leaving. I think the Vikings thing was a courtesy to the new GM, and I don't think the owner was ever hiring him, and I think that thing got ugly quick. I think if he had Don Yee as his agent, he never would have gotten on that plane back then. Yeah. The Broncos thing always felt like just a courtesy talking on the phone kind of thing that, you know, he was telling people he wasn't going anywhere. This this feels different. That's fair. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't be shocked either way, but um, I don't know. He could be back. He might not leave. And then who knows? It'll get the summer and this will all feel like a blur, I yeah, guess. Right. Yep. You know, but we'll see. Um, so that, that, that's just the next piece of this. We'll, we'll continue to follow this over at Michigan.rivals.com. Josh has been posting his updates as he gets them and, and also, too, like, I know there's, like, a void right now of information, and it's, like, everybody's demanding, like, these constant minute updates. We're never going to give you updates for the sake of giving you updates. I think Josh does a good job of saying, hey, here's what's going on, nothing new. And that can happen, <laughs> right? Like, this this isn't a minute-by-minute minute thing. So we'll, we're not going to try and clickbait the hell out of you, is I guess what I'm getting at this. But when we know something that we feel is credible, we'll definitely share it with you over at michigan.rivals.com and man the the speculation and the what ifs and could we do this or that or the complaining about ohio state doing what they've always done trying to <laughs> pool talent together if you want to know how much a michigan national championship would upset ohio state there you go <laughs> right like yeah 
I don't know. I know some people have a problem with it. I don't. I love that all the pressure in the world is going to be on them next year. I think I think that's a great thing. But there are plenty of people complaining and talking about that. So if you guys want to join us at michigan.rivals.com, that conversation has been almost nonstop <laughs> between Harbaugh, what's next, and, and Ohio State. So we will continue to cover that. Obviously, if anything earth-shattering comes up during the week, we'll, we'll do an emergency pod. Otherwise, I would assume – we're going to do Monday again next week because we'll have the Detroit Lions playing for a chance mm-hmm. to go to the Super Bowl and trying to do a podcast. And that moment's not going to happen. So mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure you're subscribed. Make sure you like this video. It obviously helps us a ton. And, and make sure you have the notification bell on so you do know when you go live and you can join us in the comments. Lots of good questions. Lots of good conversation over there. But I hate to say be patient, but I think that's where we're at. Or he might be announced as a Chargers coach tomorrow. We'll see. (laughs) Maybe it's night. Yeah. Well, yeah, California time. Maybe there's still time. (laughs) Um, Let's just keep doing this until it's done. So I I said my prediction. I I think today he's back. Josh, you said you think he's back, but mentor gone, right? That would be – that's kind of where I'm at. Brock, you've been – Harbaugh to NFL throughout this. Are, are you sticking with Harbaugh to the Chargers for now? Yeah, I'll stick with it until I hear anything that makes me change my mind, really. Although I'm I'm really not that confident. I, that's just kind of what I started with. Nobody so is I'm, and nobody should be. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. To, to Josh's point, he doesn't know. Right. And he, and he right. Well, know. the fact that people are freaking out that Jim, Jim Harbaugh is going to an interview with his wife also means that no one knows what the hell is going on or knows what the hell they're talking about because he's at the last one. He was in, yeah, exactly. He was (laughs) the last time and they, and with his, with his wife and his wife, his family there. It's like, who cares if his wife is with him on the trip? That doesn't, his wife does not need to be included in conversations. It's like, just let it go. Like just, it's stupid. Like no one knows what they're talking about. Myself included. Yeah, we're all trying. We're all trying to pick on different. The, the I haven't gone to plane tracker mode yet, but the amount of research that I've done on potential GM candidates is disgusting. Because we're just looking for clues, man. Yeah. Right? Any any hint of anything? Because we don't know, right? So I've seen a lot of framing that Harbaugh hasn't decided. Again, I don't think he has a decision in front of him yet. There's still a chance he could get an offer and say no. We, we don't know, right? You want to see what his choices are and then go from there. So in a lot of ways, I've said this before, are we really in a different spot today than we were f- four weeks ago when the rumors started? Not really. Not, Not really. really. I mean, he's talked to teams, but we expected that. Other than that, like, you know, and then he's still doing hardball things and talking about spring practice. We're going to push that back a month, right? <laughs> and then... You know, he just makes these comments like he's still the Michigan coach and makes these comments like he'll be back or whatever. But that's an interesting dynamic. I didn't ask Josh real quick. Sorry, it just popped in my head. He's still under contract. Yeah. Is there a scenario like last year where Harbaugh comes back and still doesn't sign a new contract? <laughs> there's because nothing good. There's nothing that suggests otherwise, but. I want to wrap this up because my food has been outside for like 45 minutes. So it's probably a nice block. And I've got a headache because the comments are driving me absolutely nuts. And I've got a so to answer your question, 
cares? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Josh, there's, there's there's nothing that suggests that this won't happen again next year. You know, right. and there's nothing to suggest that a contract is <laughs> going to get done. I mean, I've heard it about three times this year, or excuse me, last year, that oh, we're you know super close to getting done. You know, this thing is on the right track; it's getting done. Well, here we are. Why did you Not order? Done. Why did you order your food right before the podcast? I didn't. It was late. That's really mm. late. Well, I'm sorry. All right, we're gonna let Josh go eat his food. Like, subscribe, notification bell. Thank you for joining us as always. We'll see you next week. Hail to the podcast.